आप सुन रहे हैं वाव कनेक्ट संगम साहित्य और कला का हेलो नमस्कार सत्याकाल आदाब सब सुनने वालों का हमारे पॉडकास्ट पे बहुत बहुत स्वागत है थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इनटू वाव कनेक्ट आज बहुत स्पेशल गेस्ट हैं बहुत 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 ज्यादा स्पेशल गेस्ट हैं आई कैन वेट फॉर युवानिका टू टेल यू ऑल बट बिफोर दैट आई आल्सो वांट टू टेल यू दैट शी इज अ नेम टू रेकन विद देन अ डायनामिक ह्यूमन बीइंग एंड इमिनेंट राइटर एज़ वेल युवानिका डोंट वेस्ट एनी मोर टाइम प्लीज 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 टेल एवरीवन सो आवर गेस्ट हैपेंस टू बी मिस सुधा मूर्ति जी हु इज अ वंडरफुल राइटर शी इज डन सो मच हम सभी उनका नाम पहचानते हैं फॉर हर फिलैंथ्रोपी for her various efforts for her excellent books and hum to aise hi bolte rahenge positive adjectives so hum stop kar lete hain bilkul yavanka we'll only read out to you the book that her one of her books has been shortlisted for our awards which is the daughter from a wishing tree and it's been shortlisted in the writings for young adults category to interview ke pehle hum bas aapko us kitab ke bare mein aur sudha murthy ji ke bare mein thoda sa aur bata denge so i'll start by talking about the book Did you know that the Trinity often turned to goddesses to defeat the Asuras? Did you know that the first clone in the world was created by a woman? The women in Indian mythology might be fewer in number, but their stories of strength and mystery in the pages of ancient texts and epics are many. They slayed demons and protected their devotees fiercely. From Parvati to Ashoka Sundari and from Bhamati to Mandodari, this collection features enchanting and fearless women who frequently led wars on behalf of the gods, were the backbone of their families and makers of their own destinies. India's much-loved and best-selling author Sudha Murthy takes you on an empowering journey through the yarns forgotten in time, abounding with remarkable women who will remind you of the strong female influences in your life. What should I tell you about the author? Really, I'll fall short of words, but then just to keep up with the trend, Sudha Murthy Ji was born in 1950 in Chigaon, North Karnataka. She did her MTech in Computer Science and is now the chairperson of the Infosys Foundation. A prolific writer in English and Kannada, she has written novels, technical books, travelogues, collections of short stories and non-fiction pieces, and six best-selling books for children. Her books have been translated into all the major Indian languages. Sudha Murthy ji is the recipient of the Arya Narayan Award for Literature in 2006, the Padma Shri 2006, and the Athimabhi Award from the Government of Karnataka for Excellence in Kannada Literature in 2011. And we don't have time to talk anymore. We're going to jump straight into our interview, which is Ms. Sudha Murthy in conversation with Madhulika. Welcome all you book lovers and the well-wishers of the Valley of Words. Let me tell you today's session is going to be absolutely awesome because of the very special guest who is amidst us. She is not just a writer. She has inspired millions with her words and many more millions with her deeds, her way of life, her philosophy. with a lot of awards to her credit let me just suffice to say that she has been bestowed with the padma shri by the government of india and is a doctorate seven times over friends i cannot tell you i'm so so excited to welcome on board none other than the legend dr mrs sudha murthy welcome mrs murthy thank you thank you madhulika it's always a pleasure and it comes to books I oh. always enjoy it. 
Okay, so you are a prolific writer. You've written, I think, about thirty books, so many articles. Tell me something. Was it uh, something that uh, was there from your childhood? Were you like the student who was always good at her essays in school, or is this a passion which developed later? No, I was good at my essays. I always used to get first prize in essay writing. When did you first write uh, an article or a, or published something in a magazine? I'll tell you a very funny thing. Uh, see, our class teacher was on a medical review. Okay. I must have been ten years old or something, ten eleven. Okay. So there was a temporary teacher was posted for three months. Okay. So she she was a really not keen to hold the class up to five o'clock or something because she was only for three or four months. Right. So when she was not there, uh, she said, "Okay, last work, class, let you all of you play or tell some stories. Mind the class. I was the class monitor. I said, 'You mind the class,' and she'd go. Okay. So what I used to do is to hold my classmates for an hour. I started telling stories. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. That helped me a lot later part of in my life. That anything you want to tell, if you tell in the form of a story, you can hold attention. Right. And that really helped in my. Books, you can see that storytelling is part of my style, probably. Okay, so uh, okay. When the first time I published, I think when I was in a teenage. You know, when you are a teenage, all girls will write something this kind. I I wrote my first article came in the magazine or a newspaper, I think. When I was fifteen, I wrote on Mozart. Okay. Mozart and. Uh, 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 then I wrote a small story. I vaguely remember. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it was published, and I got a royalty of um, five rupees or something. <laughs> I was really chilled. On and off, I will write some or something in a paper, right. and in return, I'll get five rupees, ten rupees. You know, in okay. those days, nineteen sixty-five. I remember. I got ten rupees once. I got five rupees. First was five rupees, then ten rupees, right. then once I got twenty rupees. So I used to write in my teenage. Something for the paper in Canada. Okay. I always wrote in Canada. Okay. And uh, my mother. Right. And you are someone who's written across genres. You've written fiction. Yeah. You've written non-fiction. You've written travelogue. So how much of it is like pure imagination, and how much of it is rooted in your own life? No, there are different. There are different things. For example. What books I have written? Uh, I have I have noted on all my experiences. Most of my experiences uh, in the form of uh, articles for the paper, and then I made the book. And all these uh, what I have written about Infosys Foundation experiences, they are real. They are real. I polish it, uh, then make change the name, but I take the permission of the person I'm using. Uh, or some, many people tell me, look, this is my experience. Why can't you write it properly? Because write it because you write it in a story form and. We can't write it, so they are all real. Okay, almost ninety percent is real. Ten percent change of the place, you know, change of the name, some polishing I will. Okay. When it comes to novel, when it comes to novel, um, it's an imagination. But I will. But the geographical situation, I make it so real. So for a reader, it's very hard to make out which is real, which is imaginary. I always say I will weave the carpet in such a way that a thread of imagination, one line. And another thread, cross line will be real. For example, House of Cards, the novel which I wrote, I describe uh, there is a 
village by the name Aladhahalli, which is 30 kilometers away from Hubli. And the streets of Aladhahalli and the temple there, the house, the Zujula, everything, whatever it is. It is actually true of a village where I grew up, but it is not Aladhahalli. I say you go 30 kilometers, take a right turn, then you walk 7 kilometers, you get. Many of my readers have gone and searched that village, taking 30 kilometers, take a right turn, walk 7 kilometers, and then So, the geographical situation, what I write, is from my experience, and make it so real that people cannot make out. Right. And then, my imagination. I heard somewhere, I have seen somewhere, I have experienced something. So, this combination of that comes in November. But in Fosil Foundation experience are all pure, real truth. Okay. And real truth, actually, is much stranger than the fiction. Yes, absolutely. And I think uh, some of the young aspiring writers can take a leaf out of your book that how the setting and making it so real can elevate a book from ordinary to the extraordinary like you do almost effortlessly in whatever you write. So, no, sorry, having... yes. there is a small uh, uh, children's adventure book that I wrote, uh, The Magic of the Lost Temple. Uh, you know, uh, for that I wanted uh, uh, a step well and I took almost three years to do a research re- to see a real step well in Gujarat, Patan, okay. then uh, Abhane, then, uh, then near Ahmedabad there is a uh, step well and then in Karnataka four step well. So I really see all those and then I write. The geographical situation you cannot miss anything because the way I describe is the real one. Right. But the location may not be the same. Perfect. And uh, okay. you mentioned research. So for this uh, book, which is shortlisted for WOW, and some of your other books also, uh, they are rooted in our mythology, in, in some of our ancient scriptures. So uh, have you actually gone and delved deep into them or have you relied on the... You know, the local folk tales kind of things which we keep hearing from generation to generation as part of our rituals. So, or are you are you someone who's, who's very spiritual, has read all those texts? Okay. All I have done. For example, uh, when I grew up in a village, there was no electricity and there was uh, hardly any library. And the only books for entertainment was religious books no, or the... Bhagavata, Mahabharata, Ramayana, like my grandparents were devote uh, in for those books, etc. So I read them. But when I grew up, I used to ask so many questions to them and they were not able to tell because there is no answer for those things in mythology. So uh, later, I realized there's no point in asking them. I must find out. Then I started doing research. For example, Ramayana is told in so many ways in so many different parts of the world also. Right. Ramayana in Thailand is different, Laos is different, Cambodia is different, uh, Indonesia is different, Very Bali different. is different, um, then Vietnam is different. So I really went to all these countries. Okay. Okay, I went to all these countries and attended all Ramayana ballets. Then uh, I did a lot of research and again uh, with, with, you know, Oh, folk tales from different parts of India. I will, like Maharashtra, you know, what is a folk tale on, you know, about mythology. Orissa, I know. Bengal, I know. So, many, many years I have done it. It's not like one year, two years. Ramayana, I started reading maybe eight or nine and 
Maybe the last 50 years, at least I must have worked on this mythology. Last 50 years minimum. Okay. Wow. And then I went in, in search of that. For example, um, I, I wanted to write on Ganga. A Ganga, uh, a river or forest, a goddess. Yes. Is so famous in India, in any village you go, there's at least one name by the name Ganga or her other names like Mandagini, Alakananda, whatever you call, Bhagirati. So I went to Gangotri, then I, 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 met, I saw Ganga and Alaka and Nandaj, then at Rudra Prayag, Deva Prayag, all those, and then coming to Haridwar, and then went to Allahabad, and then went to Bengal, seeing where Ganga joins Bay of Bengal and Ganga Sagar. I saw, I went to all her important places from birth to the end. Right. Similarly, Katusham uh, is the character in mythology, which is a folk tale, but it's only in Gujarat. Sorry, uh, it's only in Rajasthan, nowhere else. Yes. The um, uh, grandson of Bhima or son of Gatotkaja, who is the witness for the war. So I went to Rajasthan, I went to Katusham's temple and how they built all those things. So I, I make research by book, folk tales by listening to people, going to the physical area where the stories are supposed to have happened. And except, you know, I can't go to Alakavati, which is in the heaven and all, I can't. Okay? And researching important female characters because it's very hard to get female characters in mythology. It is written by men. So they always exaggerate, glorify men. But they are equally strong women. Um, and it's not Sita, it is not Draupadi, it is not Kunti. There are many, many women in that. And that is what I have done, you know, a daughter from a vision tree. And okay. I'm extremely happy about it because each character is very strong in that. Okay. So, if I was to ask you amongst all these strong heroines you have described in that book, if uh-huh. if you were asked, who would you identify yourself with the most? I feel it's unreasonable to compare because the person becomes strong in her your set of circumstances. Yes. Everybody's set of circumstances are different. I want to be what I am and I believe in it. For example, I always quote this shloka. Why Krishna is respected? Na devaki vallabhaha So, na rukmini vallabhaha Na devaki sudaha Na vasudeva nandanaha that means Krishna is not respected because he is, he is the husband of Rukmini, son of Devaki, or the darling of Nanda uh, Vasudeva, or the father of Aniruddha or Pradyumna. Krishna himself had that character to be respected, and Krishna Soyam Krishna. Similarly, I believe that I will run my own marathon with my own difficulties, with my own set of advantages and disadvantages. So I do not want to be compared. However, I respect all these women and particularly the woman at the end of the book I have written, it's Bhamati. Well, it's, it's a true story actually. Uh, Bhamati is from Bihar and she gets married in a very young age. Husband is very busy in writing the codes and at the end he realizes that she has spent with him 60 long years without even talking but dedicating her life for this great book to be written. So that is how I was quite impressed by her sacrifice. Yes. But every character is great. In fact, uh, interesting that you mentioned Bhamati because uh, it 
I one of my questions was on that character because it it was one of the saddest stories in that book. You know, it left me personally with a great sense of melancholy and somewhere you know it also raised the question that is is this kind of patience and devotion actually possible in today's life is it realistic is it is it a goal that one can even uh, aspire no. to no i don't say that one because given set of circumstances at that time maybe 2 and 1/2000 years back today's woman is so different she is economically independent she has choices in life she makes her own decision but what i'm telling you is there existed a woman like that who gave up entire life for this book writing and that's the that the end her husband says the book should be called in her name yes whether it's possible today it's not possible today but whenever you want to achieve something that kind of a sacrifice that kind of a, a determination that kind of a patience is required in real life absolutely what the story is I think that there is not practically possible in today's subset of circumstances. Yeah. I think that's a very strong message for all our women listeners out there. Yeah. You are someone who who you know broke through gender bias even when you took up your first job. I mean it it was a term that was not even known at that time. So however in all these stories it it came across as if you know beauty is the one most important characteristic for a woman to have to be desired to be loved to be cherished so how do you reconcile that isn't that kind of an objectification of women okay in my mythology was written not by one by many people added to the stories so it is the it's not my story i always tell i always tell When I write mythology, I don't have much freedom. The uh, room is already formed. I have to make changes within that room. You got me? Yes. Because the stories, I am not the original writer of those stories. Yes. It has been written since many, many generations. And in olden days, particularly in 2,500 years back, when it was written, the, pro- the most important for... a man to be attracted to woman or the beauty but it is really not true over a period of time for example uh, um, maitreyi and katyayini were two wife of rishi yes. uh, and uh, uh, i think kashyapa if uh, not kashyapa someone muni i want to remember his name and you know he's uh, he said i want to divide my property between two of you and then i want to go to the forest and i want to meditate and learn immediately uh, maitreyi says i don't want this property what you are giving when mm. leaving this property you are going to get something higher than this mm. if you are aspiring then i would like to aspire that right our our uh, our stories have to have been written on women's intelligence like for example bharati ubay bharati they call uh, mandana mishra's wife uh, she says her husband loses the uh, the argument He says, uh, she says to Shankaracharya, you know, uh, it is not true. Just because my husband has lost this argument, he has lost. Yes. When I'm married to him, we two together make a couple at one unit. You are not defeated me. She has that for the great scholar. 
There are many incidents I can tell you in our history, in our mythology, where women were not beautiful, but they were assertive and they were excellent in their knowledge. And like Hirkani, I have written there, cowherd woman, you know, she used to sell the milk on the fort and she takes a biggest decision to jump from the wall of the fort to save her child. And Shivaji herself, himself also, you know, was odd and he said, how she could do this one. I can give you, or take Shivaji's mother, Jija Mata. Yes. No one says she was beautiful or anything about her beauty, but the kind of courage she gave it to her son that you must establish a different kingdom against her husband's wishes. So beauty comes only when men write and exaggerate. So true. Okay. And, and I don't have a choice making them normal because these are mythology. The creator is somebody else. Right. Whereas you look at my novels, my heroines are not beautiful. They are ordinary, but they have extraordinary character. Yes. Because I'm convinced beauty never remains with you for a long time. It is your character and your courage that stays with you for a long time. So, listeners, you have it right there from someone who has inspired, who has lived by her words that beauty is something which has to be deep inside. It can't be just skin deep. Another, uh, of course, from where the title of the book itself you have taken, The Daughter from a Wishing Tree. So it is about this special companionship between a mother and a daughter. Yes. So, what was Sudha? What was Sudha Murthy as a daughter? She was the obedient, <laughs> nice daughter, or the rebel? Well, in some areas I was rebel because I decided to do engineering. Uh, Sixty years back, uh, uh, fifty-five years back, which was not a joke because I come from a small town, a, a community called Brahmin, where women can become a teacher or a doctor or a bank employee. Not more than that. Right. And here comes Sudam Kulkarni in those days. I tell my father, I want to do engineering because I believe in applied science. And there was not a single girl in the university. That way I was a rebel. Because I never believed that how can you say women cannot do engineering? It's very hard. It's a man's domain. How can a woman work in a workshop? How can she do gasket welding, electric fitting, all those things, surveying? I felt I can do all those things. So that way I was rebel, but I was very obedient daughter as well. When I got admission to MIT, you know, I wanted to go abroad. I got scholarship in many universities in US. And uh, when I wrote a letter to Tata that you are wrong. And when they gave me job, I, my dad asked me, I was a good friend of my father, very good friend of my father. Okay. When I lost him, I said, not only I lost father, I lost my friend, very good friend. So my dad told me, what are you doing? I said, no, I'm going abroad. My father said, you are wrong. When you ask gender bias this question to Tata's, is it not your duty to take this job? I said, why? He said, when you raise the fundamental question, then you should answer for that. It is not just a, a, a debate where you can debate and go away without taking the responsibility. I said, according to me, you should not go abroad. You should pick up a job, stay in that job and show that women are equal because you have raised that point. It is not I told you, you raised that point why women are denied. Now you got a chance. You should show that women should not be denied 
and if the job is given they will excel in the job anybody and in my position would have said no i you know give my space and give my decision i need my space and i would have take they would have gone abroad i told the admission of the university i had tears in my eyes because it was very hard for me but i obeyed my father because what he told i believed talking is of no use you have to practice it absolutely walking absolutely obedient daughter okay and what about your own daughter what about your relationship with her oh akshita is my good friend my daughter is my good friend i always tell you are my other part of my heart okay so you know what is in this part of the heart says that part of the heart will understand so i have kept a very good relation because i'm always her friend as it better if you do anything right or wrong you should tell me suppose it is wrong then you can always correct it suppose it is right i will say continue it right and you know please treat me like your friend with little more age and little more more experience i don't want anything should be done behind my back nobody should come and tell me you know your daughter like this anything is good or bad it's you you should convey that to me i can take it and i will tell you and i will not scold you you know wrong things do happen in life take courage take courage you no know, i always used to tell my daughter a few things like this ships are always safe in the harbor but they are not meant to be there when you walk you always fall get up and then walk again so when they make mistake i will not say why did you make why did you make no i never did that that but it has happened no simple even in kitchen if suppose they make anything wrong then it's okay you are doing first time you are doing second time and by le- you learn always you learn and i always tell nothing like courage in life courage is the greatest weapon to you know in the in the battlefield of life or courage is the greatest friend we should and the confidence we should have not the external beauty or money and i give this shloka to her kayurana vibhusha yanti purusham just so wonderful and having a daughter myself i can completely identify with it and I, in fact this the, the title itself that particular story was so close to i think as you said everyone who has a daughter would understand and and i feel blessed are those women who have daughters absolutely absolutely yes i really feel yes a daughter is a must for a woman she the young friend she she is your extension in life i think yes absolutely they they complete you in a way that a husband and a yeah. son don't yeah they complete you actually that is true yeah uh amongst uh, of course you have uh, because of your research and your love for books you are obviously you've read wide you've read deep so amongst um, all the people whom you have read now or before 
is there anyone whose particular style has inspired you or a particular writer who's your favorite no at different time different people not a particular when i was very young i did read uh, sanskrit uh, you know with my grandfather the sanskrit scholars like kalidasa all works have read uh, bhairavi you know bhairavi's work i have read some of them um but uh, classic sanskrit literature i have read when i was young i read kannada classic literature and it, i continue to read then i read uh, extensively english but not one person who has influenced me probably every person has influenced me uh, or uh, overall the reading has influenced me not one particular and i have my own style of you know writing in a simple english because in india 70% of people or 60% of people require simple english of the inverted bell shape curve <laughs> right and since you have brought that up uh, english and the way it is uh, you know kind of dominating the intellectual circles it it has almost taken over you know it's very hard nowadays to find uh, publishers for vernacular literature even if there are good writers yeah. how how are you seeing this whole thing going forward what can we do to to save this literature which is our very own there are two things number one uh, this is true anywhere i'm not telling only in india only in karnataka every state in india suffering because the dominance of english and english dominates because of the of, of the economic reason yes if if you know good english you can get a better job yeah you can communicate well you can communicate well right yes so that is the reason english is mostly powerful yes now there are two ways one is you must make your child at home and in school to learn english and your mother tongue equally well i always give the example of krishna krishna was devaki nandana and also krishna was yashoda putra so krishna had two mothers why can't we have two mothers my mother tongue and english and children have great capable capacity and capability to learn languages when they are young yes for, for example when i was very young my dad was a doctor in maharashtra yeah and in, you know when i was 6 years old or 7 years old they shifted to karnataka for karnataka the kannada is my mother tongue i used to go to marathi school and and at a young age i learned and a bilingual with that language even now okay i read write write is less but i read and i speak marathi even now At the, age, and at the age of you know i might have gone to school at the age of 4 and 2 years old so what i want to tell you that it is more in our mind that children will be have burden to learn no children will easily learn we have burden because the more and more we grow old it is difficult to you know acknowledge acknowledge learn the language so if you learn good two languages you can enjoy both the market will be for definitely improve in vernacular for example i will tell you when i used to write in kannada my readership was limited to only kannada people then karnataka yes when i started writing in english and i i did my novels in kannada then i only did in english both all of them i don't give to anybody hmm. my languages have been translated into 13 all 13 languages in india you see a note a currency note at the back there are languages Mm. all those languages have been translated to her my books have been translated on their own i have not made any effort yeah. it has reached far and wide 
far and wide i'll give an example i was uh, in uh, durban south africa and i went to a gujarati shop to buy something and i saw my book there in gujarati manniwa mm. then i was in new york i went to a shop i saw my book um you know wise and otherwise then uh, i was in london the renton patel shop my book was there uh 3000 uh, tanki so one person told me uh, behen please sorry, buy this book it's very very good about the good thing thank you what i'm telling you is because of english the books have been translated in so many languages english has become powerful because of that not because we love that language but it has become a essential language now and you must make a child to learn your mother tongue because it's not only a mother tongue it is combined with your culture your food how do you define a culture your food you are dressing up your festivals so your festivals your food uh, your clothes uh, and your language your literature makes the culture yes. so you can't miss your your uh, your language and literature if you do not learn your vernacular language and literature for that we have to make an extra effort in the school and at home to learn kannada or marathi or gujarati whatever the language and we should have equally good syllabus in the this is one second thing which i want to tell not because rohan is my son he has made an effort translating all kannada all vernacular language uh, apart from uh, pali and uh, urdu including and farsi because farsi has become farsi language of part of mogal empire so it was almost accepted in those days the classics of that one side other page is english translation so that people who cannot learn all 13 14 languages not possible they can still enjoy the translation of bengali book classics they can still enjoy uh, uh parsi book they can enjoy kannada book they can enjoy marathi book they can enjoy a uh, uh, pali book which has been done uh, 2250 years back so this he called as murti classical library and he, you know he 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 it is sponsored for that and every year four to five books come out of it for the 100 years i think 500 books wow so another great initiative of course you yourself are known for uh, your philanthropy your social work and uh, nowadays since no conversation can be complete without covid So could you tell what particular initiatives you are currently involved with either as the foundation or with the Gates Foundation uh, regarding the the whole covid situation No I I am not anything with the Gates Foundation I was their member but right now Infosys Foundation has done we have we have done work up to 120 crore rupees of kind of help we have Okay. And we we distributed 200,000 masks. Okay. Okay. We we gave dry ration uh, box 100,000 dry ration box we gave. We have built a hospital with the 250 bed for covid only for covid we have spent almost 30 crore on that. Then we have done we have bought lot of ventilators and given different states. Okay. We have distributed so uh, you know Uh, immunity oriented tablets hand sanitizers 
PPE kit, more than 200,000 PPE kit to different hospitals. Ambulances. Name a thing which you are not done, I think. That is the best way to put it. So, yes. We have, we have police people who have worked with the postmen, who have worked with the uh, corona warriors, who have worked with the uh, migrant workers, who have given the salaries for two months. So, name a thing which we have not done. I think we have done everything and continue to do in the six months or until the COVID comes down. Absolutely. And it is leaders like you who show everyone, us, every one of us, how to keep our courage during these times. Is there anything else that you want to add from your side for our listeners, for the wider audience out there? I want to tell you a few things. Young writers, I want to tell you, because people do ask me, uh, tell me how to write. First, to write well, you should read well. People who do not read, exceptions are different, normally cannot write it well. You have to read a lot, make it a habit. First one. Second thing, you know, you have to really experience. You have to experience. Sitting in an AC room, I cannot write what is poverty. Because I work with the poorest of the poor people on the field, I have understood what is poverty. You have to go out and experience a lot to write anything. Number three, you should go on writing. Okay. don't be in a hurry to publish. Most parents also do that. The child writes a few lines in the teenage or in their young. Immediately self-publishing, a book will come. Don't do that. Please allow a child to grow because exceptions are there when they are child prodigy, when they are 15, 16 people have come out of that. Normally, over a period of time, you learn the technique and correct experience and then the book should come. It is like a fully cooked Kichidi, otherwise a half cooked Then develop your own style than any other style because everybody has their own style. Like every flower is different, but every flower is beautiful. You are a flower. You have your own beauty. Don't imitate anybody because of what you are or what you are. These are the few things I wanted to tell you. Thank you so much uh, for your words of wisdom. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. And as you said, it all comes from the heart and uh, it is it is all truth. It is what makes Sudha Murthy what she is, a woman of substance, a living legend. Thank you so much, ma'am, for taking out your time. Thank you, Yeah, thank and you. And particularly Kuwait people. My supreme namaskar. I will convey and that. Because I, I'm older than any, I think all of you probably. So I wish all the best for all of you. I will, I will convey it to the Writers Forum here, to the Indian Business and Professional Council. I'm sure they will be very glad to have your wishes and your blessings. And thank you, ma'am, personally for making my day today. In fact, this is a cherished moment in my entire life. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe, stay, stay at home. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Madhulika. Thank you, Sita Ji. Thank you indeed for joining us on Wow Connect and sharing your views with us. Ivanika? Oh, there's too much wisdom. My page uh, is scrolled over. I have written notes lately. But we have decided we will only talk about two things each since we don't have time. So, Nidhi, what are your two takeaways? Well... I so agree when she says that you know you should have the character yeah because beauty fa- actually fades away yeah so if you have the strength of character 
you have the ability to run your own marathon mm-hmm. mm, that's important and of course believe in what i am yes love yourself self love very important and both these things are very connected also i feel that if you know your own character and you are confident in your character and you have that courage of conviction then i think uh, you can run your own marathon you can run yeah so excellent two points and a couple of those were in parallel with mine so i'll talk about a the fact that i i love that she said make different mistakes every day rose rose same galtiyan na kare but make a new mistake every day don't be afraid if you are messing up because it's normal and the other thing as always is an injunction to write more which is that anything you want to tell try telling it as a story and it will likely be more effective so just give it a try and don't worry if it's not the way you want as i said before this make different mistakes every day and as we've both taken from sudha murthy many many things in this interview we hope you have also found some nuggets of wisdom i'm sure everybody listening has found something yeah that they'll keep with them and start learning young start learning <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right unfortunately we can't be with you much longer but thank you so much again to misudha murthy and to madhulika and to all our listeners for always being with us we'll see you all very very soon same place same connect <laughs> <laughs>